0: This is Becky Freeman, I'm an assistant editor with the Tobacco Control Journal and I'm attending the World Conference on Tobacco Health here in Cape Town in South Africa, and it's a really good chance to talk to some of the fantastic researchers and advocates and lawyers who publish in our journal. And today I'm really lucky to get to talk to Lindsay Robertson, who is at the University of Otago in Dunedin. Who's done some really great qualitative work that we've published in the journal around dual use of e-cigarettes and smoked tobacco. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. So now, to start off, um, what was the motivation for doing this paper? What, What sort of the rationale behind it
1: well it was quite interesting actually because our the data were collected as part of our broader um, study on new zealand ends users experiences with using e-cigarettes and vaping um, and the kind of information that they required but While we were doing the interviews, um, we were quite struck, I guess, by the number of participants who were dual using, Um, and so we thought it would be a useful contribution to the literature to kind of investigate what was happening for those participants Mm. a lot more, because some of them, or most of them, had started using ENDS to try and quit, Mm. but obviously hadn't quite managed to transition to exclusive ENDS use, so Mm. that's why we um, investigated that issue in a bit more detail.
0: And certainly that's one of the common um, criticisms, I guess, of e-cigarette promotion is, well, if people don't fully quit, why? So this qualitative work. Um, So what was your study design before we sort of get into your results?
1: Sure. It was a qualitative study. Um, So as I mentioned before, we were doing a wider qualitative research project. And so we recruited a variety of different types of ends users. Um, But for this particular paper that was published in Tobacco Control, um, our sample was 20 um, current smoke. So, past 30 day smoking and current ends users, so past 30 day ends use. And um, the current, we kind of assessed their smoking status and we had a quite range of, of participants. So, some were daily smokers, smoking quite heavily, but we also had some younger, more social. Tobacco smokers in the sample as
0: well. Great, so that's nice to hear there's a sort of a broad range of people. Mm. So, if you had, to, it's always very hard to summarize your findings. What were <laughs> sort of the, the top two or three things you found that sort of really um, made this sort of your research worthwhile?
1: Yeah. Well, we actually, from the data, we um, came up with four main reasons or main mm-hmm. themes that we thought explained the patterns of dual use. Great. So I could summarize those quickly. I, I think the first one. Um, In the paper, we talk about inauthenticity. And so what we mean by that is a lot of the participants were saying, look, I I started using ENDS in an attempt to quit smoking, but I found that it just wasn't the real deal. It just didn't give me what my cigarette gave me. Um, And so when they talked about the real deal, that kind of um, description varied. So for instance, some people talked about it in terms of the physical sensation didn't match up to smoking, Mm -hmm. so they missed the throat hit. Mm -hmm. Um, But for other people, it was more to do with the rituals that they had created around cigarette smoking. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if they had their first coffee of the morning, you know, if they try to replace their cigarette with a vape, it just wasn't quite the same. Mm -hmm. It just didn't do it for them. Um, And same kind of things with, drinking alcohol. So mm-hmm. if they were out drinking, sure. they wanted to have a cigarette rather than a vape. So that's what we we called this kind of idea of inauthenticity. The vaping just didn't quite match up to to the experiences that they had had with, with cigarette smoking. Um, the second thing that we um, came up with um, from the data was around these kind of rationalizations of um, supporting a reduction. In smoking and it's kind of satisfying mm-hmm. with that as an outcome mm-hmm. so it, it was a kind of around goal shifting people originally started using ends with the ultimate goal of quitting smoking completely mm-hmm. but somewhere along the lines their reduced cigarette smoking became good enough yes. so they were happy they were really proud that they had cut down on smoking mm-hmm. and they essentially stopped trying to quit smoking completely mm-hmm. Um, The third kind of area was around social identities Um, and what we mean by that is kind of adapting to social norms in any particular context. So for the daily smokers for instance, um, the daily smokers would vape if they were out socialising with non-smokers because they felt that smoking was highly stigmatised but vaping was much more acceptable.
0: So then, oh, or somehow they're doing a, a favor for the non-smokers around them. Maybe, exactly, you know?
1: exactly. Mm. They didn't want to um, inflict the nasty yeah. smell of cigarette smoke mm-hmm. amongst non-smokers. Um, but if they were, if the daily smokers were socialising with friends or family members that smoked tobacco, then they would smoke tobacco.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but we did find differences for the younger, more social cigarette smokers. Mm-hmm. So. This was a little bit surprising to me, at least, that the younger cigarette smokers actually found or felt that vaping was highly stigmatized. Okay. So they would sit at home in their flats with their close flatmates and they would vape quite happily, but they would never take their um, ends device out if they were socializing and drinking. So tobacco smoking was highly normative or in their the kind of wider sort Yeah, of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if they were at bars and clubs at the weekend, they would be smoking a cigarette okay. and not vaping. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing, I guess, which has been documented in other literature was around this idea of managing impositions that have been created by smoke-free or tobacco control measures. Mm-hmm. So some participants had no intention to, to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, they took up vaping to try and save money, yeah. um, to try and ration their cigarettes. Um, and because it was convenient, they felt that they, it was acceptable to vape inside. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that was seen as very convenient and enabling.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so you've got obviously very clear differences between the reasons why people are dual using, and I mean, everything from it's socially acceptable to it's not socially acceptable. Mm. So, what are the public health implications for this? How is this, everyone always wants to know, how, is, how should this shape our, our public health policies around ends and ends use?
1: Yeah, well, um, I think the first thing is around setting appropriate advice at the point of sale. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the participants talked about, you know, I, I wanted to quit smoking completely. I went and bought my ENDS device. I thought it would give me exactly the same experience mm-hmm. as smoking, and it didn't, and that was really disappointing. Okay. And so, you know, there, there might be some potential for um, vape shop retailers to um, provide better advice around setting appropriate expectations and um, encouraging people, letting them know that actually it's still going to be really hard to quit smoking. It's not Mm -hmm. going to be exactly the same. You are still going to have to um, have that challenge of of trying to quit completely, but really to keep the focus Mm -hmm. on um, a complete transition rather than dual use. I think that could be um, potentially quite useful. And then I guess the second thing is that we really need to continue making tobacco um, as as hard to access, um, as less affordable, all, all the things that we're already doing to try and reduce tobacco use, I think in the long term potentially that might help reduce dual
0: use right. as well. So yeah, it's not taking your taking our focus off the fact that the overall goal is to reduce mm. smoking tobacco, smoke tobacco, we've got to do all the things in tobacco control that we know that work, but maybe perhaps then complemented by, um, for countries that allow the sale of M cigarettes, how do we not, Um, market them inappropriately to smokers or not meet their expectations, things like this. Um, Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Well, enjoy the rest of the conference and thanks for talking to me.